is Gemara in Shabbos, Daf, Kuf, Chof, Beis. Tonight, Shir Shabbos, Chos, Fur, Shleim, Rafachem, Rum, Chanit, Chayabat, Basman, Chayim, Ben Sayyid, Seven Sayyid, Shon, Seven, and his little service, Kanot of Chayim, and Maliba, Bashav, Figo, Bas, Shira, Chana, Yusuf Chayim, and Sara, Hesna, Yusuf Yob, and Mindel, Besech, Shachel, Yisrael. Today, Mir Tashem, we are finishing the 16th parak of Shabbos and invite a friend. Why not? So many people have told me how they invited someone, convinced them. You have 20 minutes, you have 30 minutes a day. And Baruch Hashem, people are very happy. Let's increase, as we learned all the wonderful schosen last week of learning all the Shabbos, avoiding Shabbos, etc. Let's get more people on board as we forge into the last uh, Fifth quarter of Mesech Shabbos says the Gemara the bottom of Kuch Chaf Aleph on Bedat Beis Amar Rav Abar Bar Kahana two lines on the bottom Amar Rav Chanina Pumutai Shal Beis Rabbi Motel Letalto B'Shabbos Pumutai is what are Pumutai is candlesticks candlesticks of the house of Rabbi you're allowed to move them on Shabbos. Does this mean that you take uh, candlesticks that you can carry with one hand or large candlesticks that you carry with two hands? Obviously, we have to preface something that we've seen and something that we're going to see as we learn more about Hukhsmuks on the coming up lot. That obviously, we're not talking about candlesticks that were either lit when the Shabbos began or the candlesticks that are lit currently. We're talking about candlesticks that are not lit, regular candlesticks. What is the status of a candlestick? Says the Gemara, Pumuta shall be Srebi, you'll add a move. So if Zaira says, does it mean large or small? Says the Gemara, like those in your father's house, which Rashi learns means they are small. They're small candlesticks, therefore you're allowed to move them. But if they were large candlesticks, therefore you need two hands to move them. Again, candlesticks, candelabra, something like that. Obviously their fire came from these, their light in the house came from these candlesticks. Rashi says, but they're larger than you would not be allowed to carry them. Tysus argues based on numerous Questions and he's going to argue throughout the whole sigil. We're going to continuously just go with Rashi's chat, even though it is a little bit difficult. And hopefully, as we go along in the latter uh, blot of Brachim, we deal more with Elchus Muksa. We'll come back to these ideas. So again, he answered cases to be Savicha that they're small, they're free to carry them. Bamar of Abu Barakanam of Chnina, Kiraynais shall be Zerabi. What about the wagons? Mototatlam Shabbos, let him move a wagon on Shabbos. Amar Lehi responded, Amar Lehi Rabzeir, Bin Yitami Adamach, Echad, Ayvishnei Bin Adam. Again, I'm sorry. You'll have to move them on Shabbos. responded similarly. Is this wagon a wagon that needs two people to move or one person to move? Like those of your father's house, which again, according to Rashi, means that they are smaller, therefore you'll have to move them, but they were larger, and therefore you'd be more mocked on them, you'd be more specific, specify a place for them, you would not be allowed to move it. He allowed them to drink water that came via Kaisha caravans on Shabbos. But Chaisam Echad, even though the wine only has one seal, Veloyadanon, I do not know, Imishim the Savar Lekrevel Yazer, Imishim must have been a Sia. Is it because he holds? Of Rav Lazar, the Rashi explains, uh, if look at Rashi three lines down, the yayin is motor b'chaisem echad. The wine is allowed even with one seal. Of course, we know that we pass that everything needs a double seal, lichatchila, chaisem b'say chaisem, a double seal, a tamper-proof seal. Says the Gemara, he allowed them to drink the wine when it came with one seal. I don't know if the reason is because he passed like Rav Lazar that one seal enough it suffices for wine, or because he must have been a seal, a very interesting concept, because they were very afraid of the being a seal, the Nasi house, therefore they were never touch the wine, therefore it sufficed with one seal, and that's how the Gemara concludes, but that they allowed them to drink the wine. So again, we began here, we saw some interesting uh, halachas of muksa that they allowed them to move the candlestick, they allowed them to move to wagon, why? Because they're small and they're movable items, therefore they can move them on Shabbos, and again, we will come back to these concepts. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, a guy lights a candle on Shabbos. 
Mishtamish, Lo'iri, Yisrael, a Jew is allowed to use the light. Vim Bishvil Yisrael, such an important rule. This is another reason why the Allah Chazvamir Lakim are so chamer. Says the Gemara, Vim Bishvil Yisrael, if a guy lights a candle for you, the Jew, Aser, you're not allowed to get Hana. Again, don't get confused. It has nothing to do that you asked the guy to do it, you didn't ask the guy to do it. If a guy does something and gives you a positive Hana, a positive benefit on Shabbos, you are not allowed to get that benefit on Shabbos. Therefore, if God lights the candle for you, it is Aser. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. If a guy fills up water for feed his own animal, the Jew is allowed to use that water to feed his animal. But again, if the guy filled up the water for the Jew, us you're not allowed to use that water. It says the Mishnah, third case. If a guy made a ramp to go down to the ramp, a Jew could go afterwards. If he made it for the Jew, says the Mishnah, they were going on a boat, and he made a ramp to get off the boat, and Rav Gamliel Zakenim went off the ramp, and we'll have to see in the Mishnah what the story is, go, is doing. So we saw in this Mishnah of two very important dinim. Number one, if a guy does something for himself, the Jew is allowed to get benefit. Number two, if the guy does something for you, the Jew is not allowed to get a benefit. And again, this has nothing to do with acting, the, asking the guy. When it comes to Amir Laka, we always have to split up. There's an Isser to talk to the guy. There's an Isser getting Hanaf from the guy. And then there's something called the Chi of Macha, which we're not going to deal with today. And these are the reasons why, if you don't have one of the classic and quintessential Eterim, like a Chayla, Shein Baisikana, like Bina Shemashais, other cases, Amir Laka very often is Aser. Says the, the Gemara Sricha, why do we need the three cases in the Mishnah? The case of the guy lighting the candle, the case of the guy filling up the water, and the case of the guy building the ramp. Says the Gemara, if it just said the case of the Nair, the candle, I would have thought, you know why, if the guy lights the candle for himself, I, the Jew, could get benefit. Light you does not get used up. So when a guy lights up one candle, a hundred people can use that candle, and they all can get light from that candle. So I would have thought maybe that's the reason why when a guy does it, I'm allowed to get benefit. When it comes to water, lakes are Israel. I would have thought when he fills up the water, maybe I'm not allowed to use the water after the guy. Why? Because we're afraid maybe he's going to come to do it for me. So it also said the case of the water that if he does it for himself, I'm allowed to feed my animals afterwards. The kevis lamali. Why to say the case of the ram? It's coming to teach us the case of Rav Gamliel and that they went down to the ramp, which we'll have to see what that case was. Tanur Rabbanan says the Gemara four lines into the Gemara. A guy collects grass. A Jew is allowed to feed his animal with it afterwards. Vimishvil Yisrael does it for the Jew. If the guy fills up water for his animal, the Jew can use it afterwards. Vimishvil Yisrael. Aser is forbidden. Such important words. Says the Gemara, all these halachas that we said today, that if the guy does it for himself, you're allowed to get benefit. If he does it for you, you're not allowed to get benefit. You do not know the guy. He does not know you. The guy has no relationship with you. But if the guy knows you, Aser is forbidden, even if he does it for himself. Why? Because we are concerned that if he's a Makira, if he knows you, Rashi explains over here, that maybe he did it for you as well. Maybe he did it for you as well. Says the Gemara, is that true? A person is allowed to be maimed, stand his animal on grass and Shabbos, but not on Muksa B'Shabbos. Uh, I'm sorry, and not a Muksa Chavis. So what do we see? That a person is allowed to stand his animal on this food, and the Gemara does not say anything that maybe you're going to come and pick up the grass and give it to the, an- to the animal. So why are we making zero all of a sudden? That's what Rashi explains over here. Answers the Gemara. No, the case is the Kayim Laba Apa, that you're standing in front of the animal, and it goes and eats. And that's the reason why we are not concerned, but we're not talking about a case that you actually went 
and put it on the animal. Like Rashi says over here, that the reason why you're not allowed to stand the animal on top of the moksa, Rashi says, because we're afraid you're going to pick it up and feed the animal. And it's going to be moksa. And, however, the kaim la that you don't actually do anything, you just stand there and watch it, and it goes on its own and it eats, then that is going to be permissible. So, so far, we just saw another incredible world. That whenever the guy knows you, then it becomes forbidden because then we're afraid he does it for you as well. Omar Mars, and now the Gemara goes into that last rule. Bamed, Varma Murim, what is the, all these Allah Shain Makir, the guy does not know you. Avul Makir, if the guy knows you, also you're not going to get benefit. Rav Gamliel Makiri Avali, what's going on? Rav Gamliel was on the boat. They knew Rav Gamliel, yeah, he got benefit from the ramp. So two fundamental terutsim. Omer Abayi Teresim Ron, Shleipafan of Avali. It means they built the ramp when Rav Gamliel was not there. So we do not have to be concerned. They built it for Rav Gamliel because he wasn't there. Teresim Abayi. Rav Omar, the Teresim, we go with Allah. Afilu Tim will be fun of, even if it was in front of him. However, Ner Lech and Ner So Ner Lech and Ner the fact that something like a candle, something like a ramp, doesn't not get used up, that trumps even if the guy knows you. So if the guy knows you, then we have to be very careful. We have to be worried that when he filled up the water, that when he lit the fire, he might have done it for you. However, if we have a concept that the item does not get used up, then it's permissible. If the item, yes, gets moved up, like water, then it is always going to be forbidden, even when he does it for himself. Why? Because we're afraid that he also had you in mind. Says the Gemara, may face and the Gemara has kashas, we have machlik, zabai and rava. Bai says, Shall I be fun of it's not in front of you? Rava says, even in front of you, but one candle works for everyone. Sumar now tries to figure out these opinions of Abai and Rava. Mesay asked the Gumhara, Omar Lahenra of Gamliel, Hayalu Shalibanov, Asai, Nairid Bai. Ramil said, since they made this ramp not in front of me, that's how this price that tells over the story of Gamliel, the ramp of the boat, let's go down on it. Seemingly a clear indication like the opinion of Abaye, that because they did it not in front of me, I could go down. Answers the Gemara, No, that's not the reason. Say, because they already made it and they did not have me in mind. And like Rashi says, because it does not get used up, therefore now I'm allowed to use the item. Tashima says the Gemara, Irsha Yisrael, you have a Jewish town, and there's a bathhouse that is open on Shabbos. Obviously, this maybe is different times, as we've spoken different times, that there were different levels of the Gzeera against bathing on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, if the majority of people in the town is Goyim, Mutter, Lerchus, Bamiyat, you'll have to wash it right after Shabbos. Even though the Goyim stoked the fires and heat up this water on Shabbos, you'll have to get benefit right after Shabbos. Why? Because the Roy, the majority in the town is Goyim, so we assume he did it for the Goyim. Im Roy, Yisrael, if the majority are Jews, Yamten, then you have to wait. Then you have to wait for the amount of time that it takes to heat up the water. So what's the question over here? So this is a question both on Abayi and on Rava. Why? According to Abayi, this was Shleib of You weren't at the bathhouse, and yet we see you're not going to get a benefit. According to Rava, this doesn't get used up. It's heat of water. It doesn't get used up by more people. So therefore, why is it forbidden? So why in the case of the bathhouse did it say that we have to wait at Matzai Shabbos, the amount of time, to heat up the bathhouse because you're not going to get benefit from the act of the guy? Answer the No. Because over there, when they heat up the bathhouse, Rashi explains that they do it for the rave, and that's what they're having kavana. And therefore, even according to Abayi, that are slow up, and even according to Rava, it doesn't make a difference. They did it for you, and that's why you cannot get benefit from it. Tashima says the Gemara. And obviously, this is a little bit of a question going on over here. Why don't we have this far of Ner Lech and Ner Why isn't that going to be an answer which Rashi does not really get involved? The Rishonim here deal with why we don't have that far. Tashima says the Gemara, three lines before the bottom. Ner a candle that's lit at a party, if the majority are Gayim, much less Shamish 
You're not allowed to get benefit. You're allowed to get benefit. It's done for the goyim. Im Rav Yisrael Aser. Then you're not allowed to get benefit. Mechsal Mechsal. It's 50-50. Aser, you're not allowed to get benefit. So again, what's the question over here? This is the question. Look at the last Rashi in the page. Rashi says, Im Rav Yisrael Aser. This is similar to them knowing you. Because the Jews were the Rav. So why is it Aser in this case? Seemingly, this is not like Abaye, because this was Shaloi Befanav, was in front of them. Answers the Mara, Asanami, Kimadlike, again, I think the room of Madlike moved on to Kulchov Beis and Beis. When they lit it, for, they did it for the Raif, and that is why it is forbidden. Shmuel, the Gemara finishes off with the story. Shmuel, Ekel, the Oven, Shmuel went to the Oven, Turin. Asa, who Nachri, a certain guy came, Ilik Shraga lit a candle. Adun, Shmuel, Abay. Shmuel turned away his face. He didn't want to get better from the candle. Seemingly, the guy lit the candle for him. Give the chazi dice Since he saw that the guy brought out a, the guy opens a newspaper, takes out a document. The guy is reading by the candle. Says Shmuel, Amar, ah, I did not show you. The guy lit it for himself. Said he would turned around, and then he was able to get benefit from it as well. This is the rule that we said before. Everyone can get benefit from the candle simultaneously. So once the guy did it for himself, then Shmuel would be allowed to get Hanah. We're seeing very important rules here when it comes to getting benefit from the act of a guy. And again, this is irrespective to whether you told the guy or not to do it. But if the guy does something for you, you're not allowed to get benefit. You're not allowed to get any positive benefit. Barring the few rules that we saw, Hadron, Halach, Kol, Kisvei, we now move into the 17th parak, parak of Kol HaKelim, moving into Helchais Moksa. Says the Mishnah, Kol HaKelim, the Telemich House of the same Iman, Avapishan is Barku. All items, all utensils, you'll have to take them on Shabbos, let them move them, and their doors, Dalsa Sayyim, their doors, Avapishan is Barku, even though the door came off. Bishabis, She'inon, Daimin, Lizlasa, Sabayis, because they're not similar to the door of a house. Which are not prepared. So again, a keli, a utensil that the door comes off, you still let it move the door. Because it's not like the door of the house, which if the door of the house came off seemingly, you would not be allowed to move it because it's not prepared for usage. Again, the Gemara will obviously explain. You're allowed to take a hammer to crack open a nut. To cut open the figs. To slice open the cheese, my grief a shovel, lager for boys, I grow rice to scoop up the dried figs, as a rachas, which is a winnowing shovel, as a malgaze, which is a pitchfork, lost a love, lakatan, to put up food on it for the child, as a koish, the spindle, as a karkar, and the weaver's reed, let's chave boy to put fruit on it to eat, machan shal a hand needle, little boy, a koish, to take out a splinter, vishal sekayim, if it's a different type of uh, needle, then liftoich boy, sedelis, to open up the door. So, again, the first part of the Mishnah taught us, we have a din, a rule about pieces that come off of utensils. If I have utensil, and the door comes off, what is the status? Says the Mishnah, it's not Muksa. Unlike a door of a house, which is Yen Muksa. Then the Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah gives a whole list saws and hammers and, and uh, shovels and pitchforks and winnowing shovels, all these different items. The Mishnah said you're allowed to use them. Now, what exactly the Mishnah is talking about, that's going to be discussed in the Gemara. Let's see the Gemara. Seemingly, you're, all kalim, all utensils, you're allowed to take them, even though the door came off on Shabbos. And certainly, if the door came off during the week, 
Says the Gemara, what's going on? A very important rule. If the door breaks off on Shabbos, then I understand that you're allowed to move the door. If a piece of a keli breaks off, I understand since this utensil has a usage on Shabbos, if part of it comes off, it retains its allowance to use it because of the utensil itself. However, if the utensil broke during the week, so maybe you're not allowed to move it. Maybe a piece of the utensil falls off. You're not allowed to move that when Shabbos comes because it's not prepared. Answers the Gemara, Amr Rabbi This is what the mission means. Call Akelim, they tell him Shabbos, and the utensils are not to move on Shabbos. Vidal and their doors and the pieces that come off. Afal Pishin, Bichol, even though it came apart during the week, and he tell him Shabbos that I take it during the week. What are the parameters of this allowance? It sounds like any broken Kaylee you're allowed to use, you're allowed to move, which of course we know is not true. There comes a point that things are muksa. Just a basic understanding, and we'll see this more as we go along, is that this part of the Kaylee has either it's because it has a usage onto its own or because it's it's a it's an auxiliary part of this larger utensil. Again, we're gonna have to see exactly the parameters of this tin. But says the Gemara, says Abaye, even though it broke off during the week, you let him move it on Shabbos. Tanrabana says the Gemara, tell us, shall shidav, shall teva, shall make a door of a box, a big box or a tower. Nightlin, you're allowed to take it on Shabbos. Avle machzirin, you're not allowed to put it back. If you have the door of the chicken coop, don't take it off. Avle machzirin, don't put it back. So now, the Gemara wants to understand what's this price. This price said, if you have a box, you let it take off the door, and you let it put it back on. I'm sorry, you let it take off the door, you're not allowed to put it back on. If it's a door of a chicken coop, you can't take it off, nor put it back on. Says the If it's a chicken coop, since the chicken coop is attached to the ground, so I understand, you can't take off the door. Why? Because you're breaking something. Stira, destruction. Bekarka, if something is attached to the ground, nor are you allowed to put it back on, because you're building Bekarka. When it comes to the Box, all these movable items, my kasavar. What do you hold? If you'll each be in a bikilim, you steer bikilim, that you're not allowed to build a utensil, you're not allowed to destroy a utensil on Shabbos, then they go hand in hand. If you're not allowed to build, you're not allowed to destroy. If you ain't steer bikilim, if you're not allowed to destroy, ain't been in bikilim, you're not allowed to build. So why did this price teach me that you're allowed to take off the door of these boxes, but avaloi machzirin, you can't put it back on? So you might have a bunch of attempts. Says Abaye, first Abaye, then Rava. Amr Abaye, lo'ilam kasavai, really, we all did. Which means, really, you should not be allowed to take it off nor put it back on. Says the Gemara, Vishnit Lukamar. Abaya learned that the case is that the door already came off. That is the reason why we said in the Braisa that you're allowed to use it because it already came off. So you're not taking it off, you're not destroying the Kaili. Avaloi Machzirin, you're not allowed to put it back on because then you are building the Kaili. Amrli Rava, Rava's bother, Shade Shivas, but there are two problems. Chada didn't he tell you, Katani? It doesn't say the door already came off. It says you're allowed to take off the door of this box, number one. Number two, Va'oid, my Avaloi Machzirin. What does it mean? But don't put it back on. Avol is the reverse. You could take something off, but don't put it back on. But if we're talking about a case where the door was already off, then it's not an avol, but don't put it back on. It's you're allowed to use the door, and and you're not allowed to put it back on. The two parts, it's not uh, it's not parallel. 
So says the Gemara, says Rava, I don't like your answer. Again, Abaye answered, the case was the door already came off, so you're allowed to use the door, but you're not allowed to put it back on. Rava says, I don't like that. Number one, it doesn't fit in the wording. Number two, it doesn't fit in the wording. Answers the Gemara, Elo Amai Rava, Kasavar, Ein Binyan Vikilim, Ein Steer Vikilim. This is how we paskin. That Medina, there's no building by utensils, there's no destruction by utensils. Obviously, we have to be careful with that statement because we are Machmir, we don't allow utensils to be built in Shabbos, as we'll see. But again, says Rava, we all, there's no Ein Binyan Vikilim, Ein Steer so why? So now it makes sense why we're allowed to take off this door of the box. Why are we not allowed to put it back on? You're not allowed to put it back on because we're afraid you're going to put it on tight. You put it on taut. You're going to connect it well. And therefore, it's going to be forbidden. Obviously, the obvious question is, if ain't binyin bekelim, so who cares if you put it on tight? And all the Rishayim deal with that question. But again, how does Rabbi explain the reason we're allowed to take it off because ain't binyin nusir bekelim? Why are you not allowed to put it back on? Because you might come to put it on to tight. Says the Gemara and Rashi. Rashi sort of tries to deal with the question I just asked. Rashi says, if you put it back on, it's makim patish. It's not necessarily buying it It's a different answer that you completed it by putting on so strong. It's makim patish, and we'll leave that for now. Says that let's start the Gemara. kurnas. So we said in the Mishnah, all these cases, you take the hammer and the spindle and the weaver and the shovel and the pitchfork. All these different items you gotta take. Says the Gemara. Oh my Rav Yehuda, and this is the bottom, the the olive base of all halachas moksa. Seven lines to the bottom. So I'm going to take the hammer to crack open the nuts. But you're not allowed to take the blacksmith's hammer to crack open the nuts. What is he old? Something which is used for Isser, like the blacksmith's hammer, you're not even allowed to move it for its own usage. Obviously, these are difficult because we know the real rules, but again, we have to deal with the Gemara. The Gemara says that this time the held that a blacksmith's hammer, it's an item that does Isser, it's an item that's used for, for building during the week, which is Aser, you're not even allowed to use it for its own usage, meaning to crack open a nut. Rabbi says, What do you do with the Seifah? The pitchfork. And the winnowing shovel, you'll have to use it to give it to the kid. Are they miyachid? Are they specific for the child? No. These are items that during the week are used to do iser. And yet, we're allowing you to use them for the child. How are you allowed to do that? According to what you just taught us, something which is specific for iser, you're not allowed to use. In the case of the hammer was, a hammer for nuts. The case is talking about a blacksmith's hammer. And yet, even though it's an item that does Iser, you're allowed to use it to crack open the nuts. Why? This is the big rule. Kasavar Something that does Iser during the week. Let's which is obviously how we pass in. You're allowed to use it for his own usage. That's the reason why this hammer, you're allowed to use it to crack open the nuts. Similarly, you have a pen, you're allowed to use it to scratch your head. It's a Iser, utensil that does Iser. To use it, let's say for its own usage. That is mutter. And we'll pick it up from here to